Hey y'all, welcome to Two Babes in a Book. Liz here, and as you all know, Rachel had her little baby boy, so to give her a break, we have some special book bros with us today. Adam. Joe. Ben. Nathan. Philip. Great job, everybody. That was kind of a a (laughs) difficult task, but we did it. Um, And these are actually my biological brothers bros um and we're gonna have some book banter today and they are not going to (laughs) they're not gonna laugh at me at all and they are not gonna make fun of me Mm. okay so we are gonna start out with some icebreaker questions for everybody and we can go round robin style ask these questions okay the first one is (laughs) would you rather read an awesome book or watch a good movie ben it depends how good the book, but typically an awesome movie. <laughs> yes, Ben is the movie watcher in the family. He loves going to movie theaters and all that jazz. You know that a book is a good book when you want to read it more than you want to watch a movie, which is very rare. Amen. All right, Nathan. It's my turn. <clears throat> so I would say the final answer is a good book, and it's because the intensity of a... <laughs> Because the experience lasts longer no. than a movie. That's <laughs> Liz, you gotta take it easy on the sexual when you end us here. Okay. So this I was is Rachel's favorite part. Okay, okay, keep going. No, okay, hey. What I was gonna say before my sister became very inappropriate was that the intensity of the climax lasts longer in the book than just the movie. <laughs> Okay, I am going to edit this. (laughs) (laughs) The movies are just over so fast. Okay, Phil. Phil, what about you? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's just get it all out. We're getting all the inappropriate things out now so we can move on to the book banter. Get the giggles out. That's right. Okay, Phil. This is the baby brother with the longest hair. Baby brother with the longest hair. That's right. All right. Uh, I would say a a book because, uh, again, um, I find that you can get more... uh, emotionally involved in a book and more um um you know like it really pulls you in more versus a movie is kind of like a short hit um you know a book can kind of um keep you entertained for a lot longer i like that thank you phil adam oh i guess i'd say the same thing uh i like them both i like a good movie um i think with my life just being really busy i'm probably more of a movie guy than a book guy because i have a hard time committing the time I need to thoroughly enjoy a book. Um, But when I get into a book, I really get into a book. So love it. Okay. Joseph, we are okay. Epic book or epic movie. Okay. Yeah. So this is Joe. I'm going to go with the book as well. Um, For all the reasons Phil said, I was thinking the same thing. You kind of emotionally get into it a little more. Um, And when you read a book, at least for me, you know, my mind gets to sort of, paint the picture of the characters and the setting a little more and a lot of times the movie does especially you know if you've read a book and then seen the movie you're like no that's not how i would have done it or imagined it or whatever so it's always a little disappointing i I would go with the book at the end of the day 
Nice. Okay. So one to four. Ben picked movies. Everyone else picked books. Okay. So these brothers are really big fans of uh, caffeine, energy drinks specifically. And so what is everyone's favorite energy drink and why? Uh, TMGS. That stands for tangerine, mango, guava, strawberry. Why? <laughs> he needed a little help with that. Yes, thank you like for explaining what that stands for. But you asked why? Because it tastes like dew from heaven on your lips. And I've been telling them for a couple months to start a YouTube channel and test out different energy drinks or analyze rock star drinks. So this is a rock star energy yeah, drink. TMGS. Uh, We're still in denial. I mean, better energy <laughs> drinks than alcohol. That's what I say. But there is a mild problem there, yes. Nathan, did you want to say something? Well, I mean, are you going to pose the same question to all of us, or was that only a Ben question on me? Oh, no. What drink? do you like about TMGS? I mean, TMGS, Please share. <clears throat> TMGS tastes like the first ray of sunshine breaking <laughs> over the mountains on a beautiful summer morning. This feels. is so poetic. Maybe you guys should write a book together Shut about up. TMGS. I said the rules were no interrupting. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue with the beautiful description. In my opinions on the TMGS, it's not a safe space for me right now. Okay, it's very important. But TMGS is beautiful. Thank you for your testimony. Okay. You guys have a very strange relationship with this drink. It's it's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) There was just a hair flip right then. Everyone. Stupid hair flip for those of you who can't see what was happening, which is all of you but us. Okay, Phil, continue. He's just jealous because he has no hair on his head. <clears throat> uh, gosh. So, yeah, Team Jess is delicious. It would be uh, definitely top of all the energy drinks. Um, I won't wax eloquently about it. It just has the right mixture of fruitiness uh, without being overbearing, and it's sweet, but it's not too sweet. So you can enjoy it to the very last sip. Whereas in some energy drinks, you get to the end and it kind of has like this lingering aftertaste that becomes overpowering. Hmm. But a TMGS does not. It is crisp to the last drop. Crisp to the last drop. Okay. I love it. Adam. Uh, also TMGS. I'm going to say we're probably all, all genetically hardwired for some reason to like it more than the others. I think this has been kind of a bonding. This has kind of helped you guys bond together, this magical drink. Joseph. Look, first off, I just want to say that I drink as many of these in a week as some of these guys do in a day. But it's I like it because... Wait, wait, that is a whole other question. How many do you drink a day? Okay, keep going. I mean, Do you drink one a day? Two to three a week. Okay, that's a good balance. And they're just delicious, they are. I could... I could see the temptation to drink two in a day. Okay, but you are strong and you have a good balance. How many Joseph, do you drink a day, Adam? Joseph, there's nothing wrong with drinking two a day. Uh, one or two a day, it depends. Uh, typically five days a week. I drink less on the weekend. I use them to power through uh, clinic and uh, the things I do in clinic. His prostates won't check themselves. He is a urologist. Adam will be. Adam is a doctor. So is Joseph. That's for another episode. We'll talk about his profession. Okay, I think everyone answered. All right, so... I think it's really important to make a note that Ben, I, I, Ben, I introduced this elixir to the family. Phil did not. 
No, it wasn't me. So Ben is taking the credit. Is it one of those things where Joe did it and we're giving Ben the credit again? No. Probably. Uh, I don't take credit. And I would like to thank Rockstar for sponsoring this episode. I'm just oh, I know this. I know story. this. The origin story. So it was on a road trip across the United States in 2019. Okay. Mm. So as you guys, as many of you guys know, right, the South and the East are loaded up with monsters oh, and not rock stars. <laughs> okay. This is a short tangent. You make this a short tangent. Actually, that okay? seems like a book that should be written. Monsters vs. Rockstars. Anyway, I was driving across the southwestern United States. It's blazing hot. We went into this bootleg busted down. Um, and there I mean I still remember the red rocks and the plateaus. And it was hot. When I say hot, it was like 110 degrees. What was the humidity <sighs> it was hot. It was sweaty. It was super hot. Zero percent humidity. This is like the Arizona desert. But we go in there to this gas station. I go in there, and there's just rows and rows of rock stars. Nothing like teller. you see in Houston. Okay, mm-hmm. but in those rows and rows of rock stars, there's one that has a beautiful color with a star that's just bursting with purples and oranges and reds. And I cracked it open, and I told you when it touched my lips, it was euphoric. It's been chasing yeah, the dragon ever since. What year was this? 2019. Okay, so it's been three years since That's you've really bad math. <laughs> two years, maybe. <laughs> okay, two years. Okay, my bad. Since you have fallen in love with this drink, stop it. <laughs> okay, ben, so Ben couldn't tell that story of meeting his wife for the first time in that good a detail. <laughs> yeah, we are moving on to the all-time question of what is your favorite book of all time that's just changed your life, Whoa, Ben. Not the all right, so this is uh, oh, that changed my life. So, that's different. Okay, you said book. that's changed your life. No, favorite book. Okay, what's your favorite book and why? Keep it simple, stupid. All right, look, I was gonna say the Way of Kings. Joseph introduced me to that. Okay, it is epic. Um, but as far as the se- the series not done, so the jury's still out because there's still like seven more books. However, I would have to say Children of the Promise series. Um, and I, I read it in my I've I've now read it three times. I read it to my girls once. Would you lend it to your sister? Um How far away does my sister keep the books from her children's grubby hands? I could keep it on the top shelf of the Yes. As long as we're making comparisons on like top shelf liquors and things like that. <laughs> this is a top shelf. Kind of serious no it was great because it there it has it has a wide range of characters from from 10 or 11 years old to like father figures i read it in my youth and i connected with a lot of the characters it's a historical fiction uh, that occurs from before world war ii um all the way through the end of the war and how many books are there there's five and i connected with a lot of the the characters when i was younger and as i got older uh, like the last time I read it, it was like, holy smokes, you're really connecting with uh, kind of the father figure characters because I'm a dad now and not a disgruntled teenager and things like that. And then as like a father to daughters, I, re- I read all five to my daughters over the course of like three years when they were going to bed. We, I read the book to them. It's good stuff. The book is $40 on Amazon, Ben, for the whole series. I think you can buy it for your sister. Oh, that sounds like a great birthday gift. all the mean things you gift. did to her when you were I, younger. Yeah, okay. All the punches. Okay. All the sucker punches. That second part, you're right. On the first part, I will make reference to stacks and stacks of whatever Nathan was gloating about. So maybe he can buy the $40 book set for his sister. 
Maybe all the brothers can go in and um, go in on that and send me the series. Everybody's Venmo me eight bucks. I remember binge reading that series on a family vacation to the Cayman Islands, but I only read. That sounded super bougie. A few. <laughs> was bougie? That one time we went to the a yearly visit. You came no, with Joe Sarah. Was there. You were there with there Sarah. Sarah was pregnant with Kaylee, but you hadn't told us yet, so she was sick. And anyway, so this book is a, a really great book. It's by an LDS author. Um, he's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But, um, and it's religious, correct? Uh, it, yes. They're but not specific to our religion. So it, it can be relatively specific with some of the cultural references. But I think that anybody of any denomination, it's not like, it's not something I would call like a religious fiction. Like there, there are out there. Um, I would say that... The situational uh, events of World War II take precedent over it in the relationships that are established, much more so than um, any sort of religious implications that occur within the family. Okay, great. And obviously, it's an appropriate enough book for Ben to read it to his teenage daughters. So uh, that's yeah. really awesome. I did skip over a couple paragraphs. Okay, Couple just a little steamy. bit, but overall, this is pretty. Let's appropriate. talk about steamy makeout scenes in this. There was one. Oh, in no, the you don't car. want me to talk about this. It what wasn't in the car. It was in the apartment. Oh. Oh yeah, there was one in the car. One too. in the car when she went on a date. Yes, I think. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I read it when I was oh, I was eighteen. Nope, I was seventeen when I read it. Okay, that sounds like a really good book. Um, Nathan, what's your favorite book? Um, what, uh, <laughs> which mic am I supposed to be touching? Um, you actually covered my favorite book series. Um, in one of your previous podcasts, which I took deep offense to because you did not get it. <gasps> I know which rating. one. Um, so Rachel was, loved it. I really liked it. I really liked it. She loved it. You didn't read it all. Um, I did. That's okay. You can lie to your audience. That's fine. Um, okay. What book is it? Okay. The it's Suspense the, is Killing. The series. Mm-hmm. By? Uh, Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked it the most. And so I read a lot of sci-fi and a lot of fantasy. And Brandon Sanderson just can write an amazing book. He's got really engaging characters. He doesn't, he's not lazy with how he builds his worlds. Like he makes, he takes you on the journey with the people and slowly builds the world around it. And then you kind of fill it in retroactively. So you feel like it's been that way the whole time, but you're like, I don't know, curious and page turning and you have to be a little bit patient and it's 200 pages patient sometimes 200 pages patient but i agree he's no, an amazing no, author no, why that, you keep interrupting I me i took issue with your 200 page series like book setup false not your book it's subjective yeah. okay again my turn still <laughs> nathan's turn it doesn't help that i'm holding a mic here why don't you hold the mic because no, ben's, 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 ben's a better option <laughs> give me the mic give me the mic don't interrupt i want to interrupt okay um you guys are totally derailed. Um, ultimately, the book comes together for an amazing... I don't want to use the word climax again because we all laughed way too hard earlier <laughs> in the episode. But it comes together for an incredible climax. Like, the end of the third book moved me. Like, it really, really did. <laughs> Ben's dying laughing over here. Um, only fiction book... Did you cry? I've ever cried in. Like one masculine testosterone-filled tear rolled down my cheek at the end of the book. Have you not read Marley and Me? The book about the dog? Yes. You've no. read that? Yes. I thought it was just a movie. My father-in-law gave it to me to read. I'm reading it in the backseat of a car trip, and I'm sitting there weeping, and he's like, 
I understand. It's a good. <laughs> it's a good book. Huh? And keep in mind, his father-in-law could stare down a bear. Yeah, and think the bear it, would like yeah. submit and <laughs> just kill itself. He, so it he's basically the Marlboro man. That's what I've decided. Yeah, yeah, but less smoky, I think. Yeah, definitely. Okay, thanks for that. That was cool, guys. Wow, that sounds like a life-changing book for you. It was Misborn by Brandon Sanderson. Philip. It's hard to pick just a single book, uh, but the, I'm going to go with the first one that came to my mind when you asked the question, and that is Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'd have to say that because uh, for me, it was the first book that really pulled me into the you know fantasy and sci-fi world. Um, it's the first one I really like. remember reading and getting really sucked into and just being uh, really um, you know, emotionally invested in the book and the characters and everything. Um, and it's just a really well-written book, uh, well-rounded characters, um, kind of along the same things as Nathan said, is the, the world is really well-built, and there's a lot of um, backstory. Um, like, I think one thing that really good authors do is um, they have a lot of untold backstory that you piece together by the narrative, right? Like, they don't ever have to tell you, you know, this is what happened 50 years ago and 40 years ago. Like, you slowly piece those things together, and it happens very organically. And I think Orson Scott Card does that masterfully in Ender's Game. Um, so, Which reminds me of a good movie, Liz. Like, when you're watching it, you don't have to know the answers of the things that are going on. If you just wait, the answers will come before the end of the movie i'm really good at waiting mm-hmm. while i'm watching movies mm-hmm. instead of asking She's questions not. continuously okay phil what did you think of the movie the enders game movie was it a disappointment do you think they did a good job so i watched it when i was younger i think i was in i was like i was in high school when that came out or something like that i don't know i'm not much of a movie critic i'm easily entertained in a movie so mm-hmm. you know i thought it was fine it could have been a lot better uh, but i'm probably biased because i enjoyed the book so much that i was just hyped for the movie even if the movie wasn't that great great awesome okay adam what is your all-time favorite book and why oh i can't really pick one all-time favorite i definitely like ender's game and the whole series and the way of kings but i brought my first book of the wheel of time series so i don't know if the first book's my favorite but i really enjoyed the wheel of time it's a little slow in the middle but certainly an epic uh fantasy sort of world and how many pages um, there were <laughs> i don't know tens of thousands uh, not a joke there, there were many climaxes in the wheel of time none of which made me cry nathan they were very good though not even a single tear uh no i don't I, no i don't think so did you like but no i just i thought it was an epic i thought it was an epic world i thought robert jordan was a you know phenomenal writer and and did all the things that kind of phil was talking about in terms of of piecing together a masterpiece and then obviously he kind of you know fell apart and got sick and stalled and brandon sanderson came in and you know revived it in a pretty amazing way in my in my experience so that was a book i i picked but there's there's just so many books out there it's hard to it's hard to pick one, so, but that's, as I thought about, you know, my top five, that was, that was the one I went with. So most of them are either sci-fi or fantasy or fiction of some sorts, so. All right, Joseph, what's your all-time favorite book? I don't know. Not the one you brought? I did bring a book that I love, um, okay. but it's a hard question to ask, right? Because what's your kind of all-time favorite book? I agree with that, and it's hard to like say, okay. Just one. Because I love The Way Kings. I love Ender's Game. I love a lot of different books. 
I didn't cry like Nathan did at that book, but it was a pretty epic ending. I'll give you that. Uh, the book I, the book I brought was the Alchemist, Alchemist, the Alchemist. We talked about intentionally mispronouncing it, and I did anyways. But uh, <laughs> but anyways, it's it's a great story. It's a super easy read. Um, short book, short book, but kind of packed full of awesome kind of life lessons. What's it about? It's about a young young boy named Santiago, youngest boy, young man that uh, is kind of seeking his personal legend or his personal story, um, and. I think at the end of it, at least for me, I mean, I guess, you know, as you seek out your your dream or your personal legend, you know, it, there's always a cost to that. But interestingly, there's also a cost to and sometimes a greater cost of not seeking out your your own dream or your personal legend. Um, and I, I don't know. I guess that's why it speaks to me. I read it at a this type of book my kids were reading in school and stuff like that. I heard a lot about it. I think I read it about two or three years ago. And uh for the first time and uh, I don't know it just it spoke to me in a lot of ways and so it's hard to go too much deeper than that in this short amount of time uh, mm-hmm. but you know for the, I just I don't know the ending of that one was pretty epic too I thought has anyone else here read that book? It's been a while. I've heard it's a very um, deep meaning book like with lots of important lessons for people to learn about that's what I've heard of it's deep and Right. I mean, it almost teaches it, it, it. Yeah, I mean, for like a fiction type book, it teaches a ton of life lessons, ton of life lessons like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I like it. I recommend it. Sounds good. Okay, I think I know the answer to this last question. Wait, what's your book, Liz? Oh, so I stole this from Mom's guest bedroom closet because I actually don't own it, which is funny because it's one of my favorite books. It's really hard to pick a top, top favorite book, but it's the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society by Mary Ann Schaefer and Annie Barrows. Um, It's historical fiction. I just love it so much. The whole book is written in letters, which there's a fancy term for that. Nathan, wake up. No falling asleep while I talk about my favorite book ever. Anyways, most people have heard of this book, but whole thing written in letter format, which is really interesting to me because I think it can portray characters in very unique ways and creative ways through letters. That's right. And if you want a slightly better experience, you can watch the movie on Netflix. I love the movie so much, but... Better than the book. Did you hear that? I don't think it's better than the book. Although I have heard some people say they have a hard time getting into this book. But it's one of my favorites. I just really like historical fiction that's about World War II. Right, There's next. so many good ones out there. It's mine was. World War II. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Children of the Promise. That's why you're going to buy it for me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Wait, has there ever been a movie that was better than a book? Hmm. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings? Really, though? North and South. I guess you have to be born like in 1920. Although I watched the movie North and South before reading the book, so I don't know if that influenced me, but I think the movie is way better than the book because the ending is a little bit different. And I really like the ending of the movie. I actually read read North and South. I bet none of the other brothers have. I am legend. Good job, Joseph. I'm impressed. You should be. It's a good classic. You should be okay. Everyone's favorite genre, I think, is fantasy. Yes or no? I don't think so. 
What's your favorite genre, Ben? I think I think I think historical fiction or or I I am sort of like a like like a nonfiction book person too. I like a lot of nonfiction stuff. Ten X, little JP. Oh, Jordan Peterson. I can't believe this is the first time he's getting brought up. They are obsessed with Jordan Peterson. Um, also, I'm gonna just double up on this question as we wrap up. What's what are you currently reading? Or listening to, which is basically the same thing. Why are we just, why are we wrapping up? We're just getting started. Because I really have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And um, our goal is to keep this under an hour or two. I mean, I don't, how long has it been? I don't know. You guys want to just keep going? I mean, Nathan is falling asleep next to me. Only when I talk. I'm actually, I'm actually in the middle of the, uh, another 12 rules for life where Jordan Peterson has, his other book came out. It's good. So that would be considered nonfiction. A uh, self-help book? Is he self-help? Yeah, more like philosophical. It's not like, because you say self-help, you think a little more chintzy, but it's it's not. No, it's, it's good stuff. It's much more, um, I don't know, less rah-rah, much more psychologically based. Yeah, it's more like he gives voice to things that you already kind of know and feel. And just validates, kind or of validates brings it, home. it. But there's also speaks it's truth. not validate, speaks truth, speaks truth, exactly. But it's kind of a psychology meets uh, religion type thing. Mm. Okay, so for example, Ben is going to quote this man Jordan Peterson in his church talk on Sunday. That's how much truth he speaks. That's how much he loves him. He is quoting him during a church service. Okay, Nathan, what's your favorite genre, and what are you currently reading? Favorite genre is probably sci-fi or fantasy or both. I don't know. Um, currently reading, um, it's kind of just an easy read, cheapy audiobook right now. It's uh, like the 13th or 14th installment of The Expeditionary Force by Craig Allenson. And it's kind of a fun mix of snarky comedy and really fascinating applications of theoretical physics stuff. So it's like a space-fighting talking beer can kind of a thing so yep mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> not, that's nice, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> sounds fascinating as much interest in nathan's so, choice I, I kind as of have, he showed in her choice i have similar tastes as ben opposite tastes as nathan like when we one time we did a road trip and he made me listen to the sci-fi book and i slept through half of it <laughs> we we should we should talk what was the book that nathan really recommended that um, it was it was pretty saucy with the steamy love scene that you recommended all your brothers. Was a... <laughs> yeah, what book I, was I this? We so that our listeners know it's any spicy. Scenes here. What spicy book is this? That was more than Teen Spice. No, for sure. what's what's the name of that book, guys? Do you remember? I've Did they tried, all? I've tried to block it out of my memory. Did they all listen or read it? <laughs> okay, so that is an award-winning book, and. I recommended it before I got to a really vivid, weird three-way dude-on-dude random chick watching scene. So I'm sorry for recommending it. Thank you for those specifics. Okay. But you guys don't remember the name of the book, so I'll put it in my show notes um, for this episode so that people can have a heads up. (laughs) So it might be a five out of five for the sex category for that, or four out of five. 10 out of 5? Oh, 
Wow. Okay, Phil. <laughs> favorite what's a favorite genre? How do, I, how do I follow this up? What's your favorite genre? <clears throat> uh, my favorite genre is fan- fantasy or fantasy sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, just because when I'm reading, you know, the most enjoyable reads are those you do for fun. Um, they're not the only things I read. Like what I'm reading right now is a little history book on the history of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, it's called Saints, and it's volume one, so it's kind of you know interesting uh, piece of kind of my own history that I'm tied into. Um, and so you know maybe like <clears throat> a third of the books I either listen to an audible or read are fantasy books, um, but I try to mix them in with um, you know kind of history books or um, self-help book kind of stuff uh, just to you know try to improve myself and not just read fantasy all the time sounds like a good plan it's a good idea to not stick to one genre but branch out and try to have a good balance and learn more things be more productive instead of just entertainment okay adam i found the book nathan was talking about <laughs> okay perfect do the, share uh, the polyamorous adventure <laughs> it's called the fifth season by nk jemison fifth season that is the name fifth season in his defense it was in his defense it was it was an interesting book and then it got a little freaky apparently yeah 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 i'm not sure yeah okay really quick can we go back to nathan super quick what was that space book that you just read that you really liked i hey that's the book i'm reading right now okay oh 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 oh, good correction i'm not reading it i'm listening to it yes okay so that's how you're reading it is through your ears no i'm listening listening i'm listening to it now yeah, but, it's called Project Hail Mary. But when it's someone actually, asks you, very, did you read that book? You would oh, say yes. I'm, yes, that's the one. You recommended it, and I started it, and I'm I'm okay. Sorry, three fourths of the way through, so don't ruin it for me. What's it called? Project Hail Mary. It's by, by. Andy. I don't know how to say his last name. Andy Weir is the guy who wrote The Martian, which I'm probably going to go listen to that one as well. But we've all probably seen The Martian, the movie. But I want to listen or read this book. I as suspect well. it's the same. It's kind of about one guy trying to you know face the universe is that fair nathan without giving anything away yeah. so no spoilers right guys so, no spoilers but that would be a sci-fi and i would say the books i kind of really get wrapped up in are oh stop 10 that's 10x that's, yeah. so speaking of, sorry Don't be little itch bay. speaking Don't of 10x according to audible i have six hours left on that i couldn't handle that guy's voice he's just He's doing drugs. So are you listening at like he's, three speed? He's on meth. He's on meth or speed. crack. He's on one of those two things. At least a little bit. At least a little bit. Anyway, Project Hail Mary has been very fascinating from a science standpoint because I kind of get into a lot of sciencey stuff. And it's just, it's been fascinating. So I hope it doesn't let me down at the end. I hate it when the. Okay. I hope it's not disappointing. The ending isn't as good as it should be. Wait. So the book that I had referenced before was Breakaway Expeditionary Force Book 12 by Craig Allenson. Okay. Wow, well, that was a mouthful. Okay. You asked me specifically. That's job. another space book you've read? No, that's the one I'm currently reading. Oh, that's the one you're currently reading. Okay. You asked me that, right? Sure. Well, I, I wanted you to talk about the Hail Mary one that you've already read, but you, you're currently reading yeah, another space movie. Read, but then he's reading the next another episode. space movie. Okay, so Nathan must. Nathan loves sci-fi. Okay, Joseph, favorite genre, and okay. what are you currently reading? He's totally fantasy. So, 
I love anything that has a really good redemption arc in it. <gasps> me too. I'm just kidding. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she got, she totally took that. I, I totally she burnt up. That. I was super excited. And then bam, he was making fun of me. Okay. I'm you just kidding. I'm used to I like this. redemption arc. Normally no, this is I mean, coming from Nathan. So that was a surprise, Joseph. <laughs> it's because you just had a conversation about redemption arcs last night. Briefly, Nathan mm-hmm. was there though. It's true. Um, no, I do. Yeah, fantasy type stuff. Definitely kind of a favorite genre. I'm a little bit like Ben and then I read, you know, a fair bit of self-help type stuff too. So and um, I'm also about halfway through Jordan Peterson's new book. Also rereading The Alchemist as well. Alchemist. Oh, you're rereading it. Yeah, with my ears. The first time I read it with my eyes. Okay. Uh, awesome. But since we were talking about it, I started listening to it on the right here again. Uh, but I don't know. I've got four or five different books going right now. I need to. So you're the type of person to read multiple books at the same Sometimes, time? Sometimes. Yeah. But uh, she deals my I'm reading that book that Dad wanted us to read too, the, uh, the How Not to Die book about eating a plant-based diet. Sent that everybody but me. Yeah, he knows you're not going to read. He gave up on the fatty <laughs> at the end of his cast. I don't think he sent it to me. No, but that's it. That's my final answer. Yeah, so our dad is a vegan, and he reads all sorts of foodie books, or I don't know if that's the right term for it, health food books. Vegan indoctrination books. Health science books. <laughs> health <laughs> pseudoscience books. There's some pretty good science in there. <laughs> Yes, well, thank you, Joe. I've already told you guys my favorite genre is historical fiction as well. We're twinsies, Ben. And um, I just finished a really good historical book that was recommended by a Bookstagram friend. Um, That's not a thing. I've never (laughs) seen that app. I've never seen the app Bookstagram. Bookstagram is Instagram for the book nerds, the book lovers. A lot of my listeners will understand that. And anyways, it's called What the Wind Knows by Amy Harmon. It's a time travel slash historical fiction slash romance book. It's so good. So it's about Ireland and Ireland's independence. And there's a beautiful love story in it, which... I'm taking the mic real quick. Liz, name a historic fiction book that you love that has nothing to do with romance. You gotta have the love story. Why? That's no, she can't. If it was about so, the love story, it'd be called a romance. All historical novel. fiction books have some type of love. That like can't possibly be true. Saving Private Ryan, the mom loves your kids, right? I don't think that's what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, whether it's a sister relationship or like a, it doesn't frozen? have to. Did you just go frozen? To frozen? You just went straight frozen. <laughs> I did off. not say frozen. Um, the lovely, no, not the lovely war. Sorry. Um, what is it? The Alice Network is about no. I'm sorry. The Nightingale is about sisters strongly, and so I think it's just about love. The theme. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to what the question I was going to ask you. The your Ireland book. Are you reading it or are you listening to it? I actually read it. I'm finished with your eyes. I read this book with my eyes. So in your head, because you knew it was in Ireland when you read it, what were the accents like? Can you read a section of the book for us? I can't do an Irish accent, but Were I they, tried to. Was it an Irish accent in your mind, or was it American accent in your mind? American. I don't want. I don't hear the Irish accent enough to. You don't just think of Lucky Star, Lucky Charms, and Rainbows. A little bit. A little. Oh, bit. Yeah, I love your eyes. They're so beautiful. But I'm telling you, as that a whole, terrible. I think I the main character was also American. So, 
but yeah, the characters surrounding her were Irish. But um, hey, but look, stay stay tuned. It's a really really good book, though. Like Liz, I was gonna say stay tuned because I think I found a fantasy series that Liz might actually like. The one you told me last night, Mm -hmm. the Goodreads. Yeah, um, tell me the name of the book and the author, or can you not remember? Uh, The author's Robin Hobbs, and the first trilogy is the Fitz and the Fool trilogy, I believe. No, it's it's actually the Farseer trilogy is the first one. Is it time travel or historical fiction? Uh, neither, but probably closer to historical fiction than time travel. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah, you told me it's fantasy. It is, fantasy. is it young adult? Is it young adult or is it a, an adult? Like what? Probably, probably somewhere in between. Okay. What steam rating would you give it, Joseph? You guys, it is so steamy. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. No. You guys, so five out of five. No, no it's, I, this really, is it's really not. not a, I get uh, the feeling this is not a steam. No, it's it's low on the on the two, steam two side. So if it's low on the steam, why do you think she would like it so much? Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's get one thing clear here. I really appreciate the clean romance books as well as the steamy. Wait, you have a special name for them. I have and when listened I say to some steamy, of your We're talking PG thirteen. I don't 13. accept that as true. Makeout so, scenes. I just think the way I just think the way it's written. What do you call it? The something romance? The the sweet romance? No, there's some other name. Like the pure romance. Like a... Oh, Regency romance? I don't know. No, it's a time period. <clears throat> there's the sweet romance. romance. There's the... Steamy romance. Saucy romance or steamy. Saucy? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Saucy monkey. <laughs> okay. okay, Joseph, what were you going to say? All right, so I think it's time to wrap it up. Or do you have do you have one more thing to say, Joseph? No, no, that's it. I just will be curious to see if you really like that series or not. Okay, I will. I will read that for sure. It's on my but Goodreads. It's on I, my TBR. I turn the time over <gasps> to you, Liz. I'm glad that Your cup TBR? is empty. I'm glad that cup is empty too. Ben stole my water, luckily, so it didn't spill out on my lap. All right, well, that's all for today. Make sure to comment on our Instagram, Two Babes in a Book. Let us know if you've read any of these books. Um, let us know if you know you like these genres that we have talked about. Um, tell others about our podcast. Please leave us a re- review. In the words of Holmbrook Jackson, never put off till tomorrow the book you can read today. Thanks, y'all. Now go stick your nose in a book.